Support for Troy Public Radio comes from Sunshine Behavioral Medicine, providing specialized psychiatric treatments of bipolar disorders and PTSD. More information at sunshine2000.com. From Troy Public Radio, this is In Focus, and I'm Carolyn Hutchison. On November 8th, Alabama voters will have a chance to bring their state constitution, the longest in the world, into the 21st century. Nancy Eckberg, retired journalist and board member of the Alabama Citizens for Constitutional Reform, joins us by Skype with the story. Nancy Eckberg, welcome to Troy Public Radio's In Focus by Skype. Thank you so much, Carolyn. Nancy, as a board member of the Alabama Citizens for Constitutional Reform, some 20-something years ago, this organization decided to tackle the Alabama Constitution. Why? Because it was written with such a racist and control-oriented philosophy. In the year 1901, 155 men, because the women did not have the vote, got together and wrote Alabama's sixth constitution. It was designed mainly to control the black vote because there was a, were a large number of black people, men, who were voting, and it was beginning to be a threat to the white voters. And so they were buying votes or just illegally taking them. And they realized they needed to find a way to make it legal as the President of the convention, John Knox, said, if we shall have white supremacy, we must do it by law. One of the things that they did was they could not restrict voting on the basis of race because that had been ruled unconstitutional by the U.S., but they had to find a way to get around that. And what they did is they passed a poll tax is $1.50 per year, and it became accumulative. If you missed one year, you paid double the next year. And then they had a certain set of rules that as you approach the registrar to vote, you have to answer several questions. And then you had to own at least $2,200 worth of value in land or property. So before 1901, 180,000 black men voted. After 2001, 2,000 black men voted. When these 155 men wrote the Constitution, they considered all counties to be part of the state government, and so they considered all actions that would be taken in the counties to be in the hands of the legislators, as opposed to cities, which are incorporated entities, that they can do for their citizens what they need to do. But the writers of that constitution recognized the counties as being state property, and so that will be controlled by the legislature. As a result of that, we have 
997 amendments because every time a county needed to do something, they had to go hat in hand to their legislators to get approval to do it. And it was some silly things like pick up dead animals or spray for mosquitoes or change the word from constable to sheriff. It was things that cities did automatically for their citizens and counties' hands were tied because they were controlled by the legislators. So when voters look at that ballot next week on November the 8th, what are they going to see? They're going to see a statement before the amendments are written. And the statement will say this, shall the following recompilation of the Constitution of Alabama of 1901 be ratified? Proposing adoption of the Constitution of Alabama of 2022, which is a recompilation of the Constitution of Alabama of 1901, prepared in accordance with Amendment 951, arranging the Constitution in proper articles, parts, and sections, removing racist language, deleting duplicated and repealed provisions, consolidating provisions regarding economic development, arranging all local amendments by county of application, and making no other changes. That's what they will read, and they will vote on that. Now, the constitutional amendment that was passed in the year 2000 to allow the recompilation to take place, the recompilation was done by Legislative Services Agency of Alabama, which is a service provided to the legislators with the oversight of 10 uh, citizens who sat on a panel and oversaw what was done. Well, that was passed unanimously by the legislators in the year 2019 and then by the voters in 2020. That enabled this recompilation to take place. So while this has been done over the last two years, then it needed to be brought before the legislators and the voters again, basically saying, we told us to do this in 2019 and in 2020. We did what you told us to do. Now, what do you think of it? Will you give it your approval? So, Nancy, what you seem to be saying is the voters have tended to vote favorably on these rewrites. Is that the case? Yes. We're talking about November the 8th. Why is it important to vote? Because all the work that was done at the direction of the legislators and the voters has been completed now, but it must have a positive vote from the voters in order for it to become law, in order for it to actually become the new constitution. So this is a recompilation done by legislative services over the last two years at the recommendation and advice and under a constitutional amendment, which allowed it to happen. And now we're before the voters saying, here, we did what you told us to do. Now, please give us your approval. That's what this is for. And that is why it is not called an amendment, because it was an amendment in 2020 to make it happen. I can't begin to imagine the hours and days and years of effort that you, your fellow board members, the officers of the Alabama Citizens for Constitutional Reform have put into this effort 
Yes. So it has been lots of hours, but we felt it was so important for it to be in Alabama of the year 2022 and not 1901 anymore. The Alabama Secretary of State has a full listing of all the items that will be on the ballot. And there is one other thing, Caroline, I want to mention, and that is at the end of all of the statewide amendments, there is amendment number 10. And all amendment number 10 does is it says any constitutional amendment passed in this November 8th vote will be put into this new constitution of 2022. Obviously, the ACCR has worked to bring this constitution into the 21st century, and this is what we have on the ballot. Well, Nancy, I want to thank you again for all of your efforts to educate your listeners on this issue ahead of the November 8th election, and thank you so much for joining us by Skype today from Birmingham. Well, I'm just so pleased, and thank you so much, Carolyn, for asking me. Joining us by Skype was Nancy Eggberg, board member of the Alabama Citizens for Constitutional Reform. More information about Alabama's Constitution can be found at the website, constitutionalreform.org. Thanks for joining us today for In Focus, which is now a podcast wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Carolyn Hutchison, and this is listener-supported Troy Public Radio.